welcome to Calming Confectionery. This podcast is for busy women just like you who tend to binge watch television as a way to decompress. But then after you've binge watched, you realize that you still feel as stressed as you did before. If this is you, come join me, your host, Janina Hamilton, as we discuss the benefits of having a creative hobby to decompress. episode, I want to talk about negativity versus positivity and the fact that we really can train our brains to reframe the negative that we see into positivity because we do, we, we tend to be negative people. We tend to see the negative, the, the negative effects, the negative, the consequences, the possible negative consequences of taking care of ourselves, which causes us to block out the positive effects of us taking care of ourselves. So, you know, what else does that do? What, what else does that do when we decide or not really decide because we don't really decide to be negative. We are inherently negative as imperfect humans. So that causes us to be more anxiety ridden. And it also causes us not to take care of ourselves in the way that we really need to be in order to be better suited, better equipped to take care and to be there emotionally for those around us, whether that is your family, whether that's your coworkers, your boss, your business, your clients, your customers, any of that. So we want to talk about how you can train your brain to see the positive in taking care of yourself, to see the benefits of self-care because they are out there. So your brain has this thing called the RAS, and I forgot to write down what that means because <laughs> I've just been reading about it. I've been reading about it in the High Five Habit um, by Mel Robbins. If you haven't, um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm like mildly obsessed with her. <laughs> um, but she wrote this book about the High Five Habit, and it's basically high-fiving yourself in the mirror. And I think in the previous episode about morning routines, I tell you that I high-five myself in the mirror every morning, and that is why. Um, but there is something called the RAS, and what that does is it, uh, it's a filter. It's basically a filter. So, you know, if you're... Um, start trying to strain the noodles, you know, strain the liquid out of the noodles after you have boiled them. It, the resulting liquid is, you know, what we're filtering, right? We're going to let that stuff in. So your RAS, it controls what your brain recognizes. What you tell it is important is what it lets in. And so because right now you're focused on being negative, 
not any fault of your own. It's just being inherently human. Um, you are only letting in, because your brain thinks it's important, the negative possible consequences of putting yourself first before taking care and helping with managing the emotions of others. So what you have to do is train your brain to see the positive and beneficial effects of that. So we have to start telling ourselves that we are important, that what we need to do for ourselves is important. <laughs> you are important. And so one of the best and most simple ways to do this is by creating affirmations, by creating statements that you can repeat to yourself every single day that will, and multiple times a day, because it needs to happen multiple times a day, so that you can start letting in and filtering in the positive consequences, the positive effects of being first, <laughs> you know, like I know it, it sounds selfish, you know, self-care sometimes I, I, when I'm talking about it, I'm like, man, people probably think I'm the most selfish person in the world. Um, and they probably, you know, if, if you haven't gotten to this point where you understand where self-care fits in with helping other people, uh, you might feel like I'm just the most selfish person in the world. But if you don't take care of yourself first, if I don't take care of myself first, if I don't make things about me first, you know, not talking about, you know, serving God and, and all of that, because I make sure that I take care of my spiritual need as well. And, and that to me is a form of self-care. I take care of myself, then I can help others spiritually as well. I take care of myself physically, mentally, and emotionally. I can take care of others as well. So I'm not being selfish when I say, we need to take care of ourselves. You need to take care of yourself. You need to be important. <laughs> so you have to start telling yourself that. I had to start telling myself that I was important. You know, we go back to, you know, the catalyst really for me focusing more on self-care and taking care, care of myself with um, having had a like full-on meltdown um, during COVID when I was working on my bookkeeping business too much. I mean, like just sitting in the chair, just bawling my eyes out. And that was because I was so focused on making sales and doing this and doing that. And I had no idea, like the fact that I had just been like, completely neglecting myself. And then I had gotten into this amazing routine of taking care of me and um, like my favorite thing I'll tell everybody is uh, at two o'clock, almost every day, just about every day, I would, ha I would make myself a chai tea latte and I would sit down in my recliner and I would read a book. <laughs> you know, that was like my thing for like 20 or 30 minutes. I was, it was quiet and I was good. And then when Chris went in the hospital and everything, um, that routine while he was in the hospital still kind of happened. I still had tea because I had tea at the hospital. Um, and I still had things that I could do and take to take care of myself. But once he got home, I thought I just needed to make sure that he was okay. And that by me being by his side every single moment of the day that I could prevent it from happening again. And that really wasn't the case. And I was not 
taking care of him as well as I could have because I was no longer taking care of myself. And so again, I had a like meltdown and didn't because I just had forgotten. I had just forgotten that the benefits of me taking care of myself meant that I would take care of him better. And then I had to train my brain to to see that. I had to tell myself that I am important and by taking care of me, I can take care of everything else better. That's exactly what I talk about when I close out this this uh, this podcast. So stay tuned. If this is your first time listening to the episode, you will hear the closeout for it and you'll understand why I just said what I just said. So affirmations, affirming that you are important will start a catalyst. It will start the the chain reaction for you opening your eyes and looking and seeing the evidence around you that you are important and that by you taking care of yourself first, you will take care of everything else better. Because this is my one of my things too, is you, you can't give from an empty cup. You got to fill up your cup first and then you can start depleting from it. But you have to take care of you first. So affirmations, take care of your, yourself emotionally. Something else um, I was reading about with um, when it comes to, down to procrastination um, and just really putting off taking care of yourself is the first thing that you have to do, which this is also in um, a Mel Robbins book, um, the five second rule that you have to forgive yourself for not taking care of yourself before you will start taking care of yourself. So you have to realize, look, I, I know that I've been doing this for a long time and I know that I have not been um, taking care of my mental, emotional, physical, social needs for a long time, but I'm ready to do that now. And then just put it aside, you know, put aside the fact that things have not been where you would like for them to have been in the past. Just leave it there. Be in the present moment. You know what? If I start today, things will be better tomorrow and the next day and the next day. But you have to forgive yourself for doing that before these affirmations will even work. Because if you look and look at yourself in the mirror, you go to high five yourself and you don't really, if you don't forgive yourself, if you're not happy with who you are, um, if you're looking at all of the imperfections <laughs> at your, of yourself and everything, you're, you're not going to be able to move forward. These affirmations will not work if you are not in a good mental space. So you have to start there. Forgive yourself, but have these affirmations there that you can repeat to yourself in the mirror. A lot of times I think it's a, a good idea to, to put them near the mirror so that you can look at yourself and affirm that you are already that person that you want to be, that you are worthy of what comes to you. You are worthy of taking time for yourself, even if it is just five minutes per day. You are worthy of that. But one of the things that I do want to mention is that if you don't confirm, if you don't have these affirmations, for your brain to start looking to affirm and confirm those things, the the positive 
the personal positive and, and present tense things that you already are, but you your brain needs to let that in, then your brain is going to continue to focus on the negative. You have to stop that negative in its tracks and turn it on its head and put it positive. Because that again, we are inherently negative people as imperfect humans. So we got to rein it in and start telling ourselves positive things because the world is negative. <laughs> the world's negative. And um, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember when it was the other. I can't remember which podcast it was either. But um, they said, you know, why is it that people uh, watch the news, you know, or the news is inherently negative and people are drawn to the negativity. How often do you hear in the news positive stories? The positive stories are like sprinkled in the news. It's mostly negative because they know that they will continue to get longer watch times by having people tune in to negativity. So it's up to you to replace those negative thoughts that the negative, the positive, the possible negative consequences of you taking care of yourself first and, and put them aside and put in there the positivity. It is your responsibility to do that. But the thing about affirmations though, is that they have to be, like I said before, personal, positive, and present. If you try to put off on someone else what you're saying to yourself as an affirmation, you're not really using an affirmation. You're doing something called a mantra. And we don't want to have a mantra. We do want mantras. Mantras are good, you know, talking about how um, how you are, but they are they can be about other people. They can be um, more general. You want to have something that is personal, positive, and present as an affirmation because you are affirming the person that you want to be but are already on the inside. So it's very important that it's personal, positive, and present. Now, now I, you can't say I will, I will not, or I will no longer. It doesn't work that way. You have to say I am. I am or I, those are the two best ways to start out affirmations with I. Because it's all about you. <laughs> and it's good. You want it to be all about you. Because if it's about you first, about you taking care of yourself first, when you go to take care of other people, you will have that to give. So, you know, there there are four basic elements of an effective affirmation. And I, I've been talking about the um, self-care guides that I am working on and got such great feedback about the emotional self-care guides. And I talk more about affirmations in the emotional self-care guide. Um, I talk through the four basic elements of the uh, of an affirmation. And so if you're listening to this when it's being published, which is Thursday, July 20th, um, you can buy it on pre-order. But if you're listening to it on, on Friday, July 21st or later, it is immediately available. 
So the link for it will be in the show notes. That way you can go ahead, get your copy. Um, we talk more, more than just about affirmations in there. We talk about morning and evening routines as well as setting boundaries. And there are videos and activities for you to do. Um, it has been tested by four women. Um, it has been, I have gotten that feedback from them and they have been revised by their, with using their feedback. So it's been tailored to make sure that everything that is in there is going to work for you individually. It's broad enough to where you can apply it to yourself individually. Um, because emotional self-care is a, one of those things that gets kind of left off some. Um, if, uh, a lot of times people will say that they get their emotional self-care from doing physical activity. And that's true. You're, you do help yourself mentally and emotionally by walking and running and, and, you know, doing, getting your body moving. That does work, but there is deeper, um, or are deeper ways to get to yourself emotionally, to take care of yourself emotionally and affirmations by training your brain to look for the positive. Um, and this works not just for looking for the positive um, in the fact that self-care is good for you, but it look, you, you can do this for anything, you, anything in your life. Um, you're looking to change your job or your business or pivot or um, you want to have a conversation. I mean, you want to be a little bit more... Um, not, not extroverted because that doesn't work, but gregarious, you know, you can, you can do this. You can use affirmations to, uh, train your brain to look for evidence that will give you the evidence that you need to really believe that that person that you say that you are is already on the inside. So man, they are so powerful and your brain is just so, so powerful. So I, I encourage you to purchase this emotional self-care guide because it, it's, and I call it again too, it's a, a five minute emotional self-care guide. None of the videos are longer than five minutes. Um, actually, I think most of them are, so there, there's four videos, a welcome, and then one for each um, different type of emotional um, uh, self-care category that I, I call it. And, um, I think one of them two. I guess, I guess two of them are less than four minutes and one of them is just over four minutes and one of them is like four and a half minutes. So each time that you sit down to, to do it, if you're going to watch the video with it, less than five minutes. So over four days, you will spend probably about 20 minutes or so going through the entire guide and then you'll be invited to watch another video. So I really do encourage you to get that. Um, I am going to be releasing them um, over the next few weeks because there are two more guides coming, um, intellectual and physical self-care. Physical self-care is going to be physical without exercise. So stay tuned for that. I'm really, really excited about that one. So to sum everything up, you can train your brain to look for the positive evidence that you putting yourself first and taking your self-care, even if it's five minutes and putting it first is 
good. You can train yourself to see the positive. The negative will still crop up every once in a while because we are imperfect humans, but you can flip it on its head as often as it comes up. We want to leave the negative as far back as possible. You can control it. And one of the ways to do that is to craft an effective affirmation that shows that you are who you want to be already now. And then your brain will start looking to confirm that based on your affirmation. And then my emotional self-care guide, which you can purchase today, is going to teach you how to craft an effective affirmation so that you can have as many affirmations as you want to train your brain to see the positive in the things that you already can do for yourself. You, It's in you. It's in you. You just have to train your brain to see it. Because once you do, you can do what you want to do so that you can do what you need to do better. We talk a lot on the podcast about mental health and being sure to take the time you need to make it a priority. So if you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed beyond the advice given here, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's network of 20,000 plus therapists that give you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything you share is completely confidential, and if needed, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge any time. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash calming. That's BetterHelp.com slash C-A-L-M-I-N-G. Audio Podcast Network.